Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. If you missed it in New Hampshire, we'll play you what Nikki Haley said when asked by, you know, an obvious crank or plant. That's what happens in these town halls. Uh, That's how politicians who... Don't know the Ginrich technique. I will tell you what she could have said with this. What it indicates uh, is going on with her. And does this uh, put Ron DeSantis back in the race a little bit, particularly in places like Iowa, since uh, Haley now is blaming uh, people who want Trump to be the nominee because they know they can beat Trump, but they can't beat her. Oh, my God. I'll tell you what I think was going on in her head in a second here and how repugnant it is. Here's what she said last night when asked by this guy in the audience, you know, these town halls, these um, a lot of politicians get caught up in this stuff and what she could have said and, and where this ends up. Here's how it sounded. What was the cause of the United States Civil War? Well, don't come with an easy question or anything. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run, the freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. What do you think the cause of the Civil War was? Oh, my God. I'm sorry? I'm not president. I wanted to see your think on the cause of the Civil War. I mean, I think it always comes down to the role of government. It's 2023. It's astonishing to me that you can answer that question without mentioning the word slavery. What do you want me to say about slavery? No, um, uh, you've answered my question. Thank you. All right. Next question. So, you know, uh, it's hard for me to tell, Dan. There are these cranks who have nothing to do in their life and go there and do that. Fox and Friends just tried to defend her. So let, let me drill down on that a little bit. Evidence that they really, and I get it, why? Everybody wants a horse race. Fox wants to have something interesting. They can say that Haley's gaining in New Hampshire, that we have a horse race here. We just don't have a coronation of Trump. We love Griff Jenkins, but I was watching him live this morning with that, with the woman who reads the news. Well, of course she's against slavery and all. Not about that, not about that. Why did Nikki Haley not want to say slavery? Let's see, first of all, and Dan, uh, we'll see if you're more right or I'm right. I think you're principally right. There are people over the years who believe they're, um, what, uh, bedside historians. And they can cite chapter and verse, it wasn't about slavery. Listen, that's True, there are mixed things in here. There were any number of factors, but slavery is the overwhelming factor of this. That's why they didn't want Lincoln elected president. That's why there were assassination teams as he journeyed from the center of the country to Washington. You knew where this was going to go. Ultimately, it was going to result in this. From the very beginning, the deal they made was going to result in some kind of collision over this. You saw the state of Kansas, and I think Missouri and others, would they be free? Would they be slave? Why do you think they were doing that? <laughs> because that's what it was about. John Brown, Harper's Ferry, that's what it was about. So she could have done the Gindridge technique. She could have said, really? And uh, who are you here? With? You know, hit him with a few things. I'll answer that question. You know what Gindridge says. Yeah, I'll answer that question. But first, 
How about this? Who are you with? What are you doing? What, what kind of, you know, we got massive problems here and you want to know the cause of the Civil War. I don't think that's a genuine question. Then answer it. And then attack him again if you want. And she could have said something along the lines of, well, of course, slavery. There are other factors there. But you know what? We, we have a lot of serious current issues. I've answered it. Let's get to that. Was she thinking that somehow or another a base of voters are racist? And if she had answered slavery, she wouldn't be able to get them if the worst happens and Trump is not the nominee and she's got to try to pick up the pieces. It would kind of disqualify her. If she is, wow, (laughs) that's stunning. So uh, what does it tell us about Haley here? Yesterday we spent a lot of time because of Don Jr. coming out and saying he would do everything he could on Newsmax to stop Nikki Haley from becoming VP choice by President Trump. I think an indicator of at least one thing that Trump was considering. it. He still might be. You know, the final metric. After this? Yes, even after so? this, uh, as yeah, although, <laughs> although you're right, this gives the media, <clears throat> the media doesn't know what to do. They want somebody in there pushing Trump. They want to get behind something, but they can't resist. As soon as they hear race and slavery, why isn't Trump being asked that? What would he say about this? It was a word salad, too. Well, what do you say about it? Oh, my God, I'm amazed that she lost that kind of control there with this guy, who obviously was a troller. How does this question just bubble up out of nowhere? Well, people have been asked this more bluntly. Elizabeth Warren got confronted, I think it was in uh, New Hampshire, by a guy who said they had just paid off all the college loan debt for his, her daughter, his daughter. How the heck is that fair? She couldn't answer it. She wasn't ready because there is no answer. But they usually are in a bubble where they don't get confronted like this. That's what happens in these town halls. So you got to practice this because the media will do it to you, too. The media is going to dog her with this uh, going forward. Even worse, Dan, I think, is her response today and late last night, which is obvious Democrat plant. May not be. Might be a DeSantis, Vivek plant. They want to uh, stop me. Because they want Trump to win because they know they can beat Trump. Oh, God. <laughs> Just <laughs> endless. Very convoluted. Yeah, instead of saying something like, hey, I messed up on this. Really, you can, you can say that because you did. So 855-839-1210, you get on board. I did not hear. I went home and thought about it. People were good yesterday. They offered other VP choices. I didn't hear one in there, though, that to me without a lot of further vetting, is going to be helpful to Trump. So, like anything, when you throw these VP choices out there, there's always upside, downside. I still think Nikki Haley, though, appeals to the suburbanites that we need. Will will she after this, though? Or do they think she's not that smart? Or she's harboring racism? I don't know. what What is the takeaway? So, Dan... Uh, You've had her, you know, you escort her in. We've had her in studio two or three times. I've interviewed her about six. I told you how thin-skinned she was. I'm surprised on this, though, because she's very prepared, usually. Yeah. And she's not the best on her feet. Like, you're from a southern state, South Carolina. You would think that you would have an answer prepared for this if someone were to ask you, right? Well, particularly, she's the one that got the flag taken down. Even I was on the other side when she took it down. So in what universe is she pro-defensive about slavery? She's not been, although she did answer stuff like this. There's uh, sound out there today, years back, in a similar way. Why? It's a great mystery. Other than what I told you is going on, oh, we got a racist base of the party. I better not say it was slavery. I, I just, I, I don't know what the political strategy is in not just addressing it head on and yeah. saying that it's it's slavery. Like, an entire young sect of voters have been taught through their entire right. educational lives that the Civil War has been tied to slavery. So when you say something like right. that, you come across as a, a nut job. I, I got to be honest with you. Right. And, and I wouldn't say, I'll be careful with this, because any comparisons like this, I, I don't make them. It's almost like the Hitler comparison. Somebody who wants to try to argue, and I've heard this in talk radio. No, it wasn't slavery. It was X, Y, or Z almost exclusively. 
that's very close to the people trying to diminish the Holocaust or something. In other words, they're trying to diminish something you can't diminish. Be accurate about it. It has nothing to do with today. It's not us. We're not responsible for slavery. So acknowledging slavery is not making you responsible for it. Yeah, what is the baggage of acknowledging that? And also, along with it, goes the fact of the Union forces that were killed to right this wrong and a civil war. That's payment in full, in my mind, for what was going on. But Haley, for whatever reason, just got flummoxed with this in an almost amazing manner. So getting inside our mind on that is tricky, but I think we hit some of the things. So 855-839-1210, you get on board. Is that going to hurt her in places like Iowa, New Hampshire? Yeah, I think to some degree it will. Who does it help? Probably DeSantis. These things could be marginal. As far as being a VP, yeah, I'd have to say this probably hurts her too. It's a tell of something deeper here that's not good. An inability to uh, deal with something that obviously was set up out of the blue, question on slavery. You know, just think of what a Ginrich, not everybody has Ginrich's ability to do it, but it is a classic what that guy does when you give him questions like this. All right, so 855-839-1210, that's how you get in. Let me give you the side question. Got a couple of great guests coming on today. Coming up, I'll give you some of Jack Smith uh, going after President Trump, what he wants him not to be able to do at the trial. This is, this is Putin-esque, the list of things he doesn't want Trump to be able to do with the January 6th trial. Speaking of which, uh, President Biden and Dr. Jill Biden will be in Philadelphia on, oh, you guessed it, January 6th. They're not telling us what they're going to be doing yet, but they will be here back in Philadelphia again. Now, look, as addled as this fool is, Dan Biden, he gets it. He is going to hammer away Philadelphia, the suburbs, Dr. Jill Biden, Philly girl. Oh, my God. Oh, Eagles. Yeah, here it comes. Yep. They're going to be, yeah, and January 6th. But my point is, I say here, the Trump campaign does not get it. First thing I do, the first place that I go on Twitter every day is My the, wife's a Philly girl. Yeah. <laughs> is the persistence, our buddy Scott Presler. The, the Trump campaign's asleep at the switch. How much evidence do you need? All right, he doesn't want to get rid, rid of Ronald McDaniel. I don't know why. That ought to be his first act. I mean, does he not hear any of this? But this guy Pappas and this guy Fennerty in Philadelphia, it's all in in Pennsylvania, and we're not playing with a full team. We have these guys. They're not serious, and they're not serious about Trump. Pennsylvania is very winnable, but it's going to be close. I predict under a point and a half either way. can go either way. Biden only won by a point the last time. If Trump wins Pennsylvania, it'll be by a point or under. So then what are you prepared to do to win Pennsylvania? You're not focusing enough on it. You know, I know Iowa, caucuses, endless. They got to pivot toward Pennsylvania at the same time. Every day that goes by, Biden again here for the gazillion time, he'll bring more money with him. You know that'll happen. And it'll be related to January 6th, probably over at the Liberty Bell. He's a founding father. He'll put the tri-coroner hat on. All right, let's go to Mark here, and then I'll give you the side question. Mark's in Huntington Valley. Hey, Mark, good afternoon. Hey, Dom, how you doing today? Good, Mark. Good, good. So I, I have a question. Uh, I have a, I have an answer that Hale, uh, Nikki Haley could have given. Now, I, 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 the strategy of answering a question with a question is so key, and she should have said something like, something like, hey, listen, I'll answer that, but why don't you answer me this? Why was it that the Democrats didn't want to give up slavery while the Republicans ultimately did free the slaves. And I just think that would be a great answer on a national stage, and a lot of people will be like, huh, I never heard that, you know, and they would begin to research it. But I just think some kind of iteration of that to throw it back in their faces and set them back on their heels. 
Well, that's, so, that's fine, but you wouldn't answer right away, well, of course, slavery, and then do what you've done. What would be the objection to admitting slavery, particularly when it's going to be linked to Democrats? Yeah, I, I think that's fine. You could you could say that that I'm not, I'm not trying to say that she should have avoided that because ultimately that is what it was about, no doubt. But they, she should have put the, the onus on the Democrats that it was them that didn't want to give up slavery. And then yeah, go go right ahead in go go ahead in and say yeah, that's what it was about. You know. Thank so, you, Mark. Yeah. Well, that might take in a little bit more thought. You're not you know thinking about uh, some guy's going to ask you about the Civil War in the middle of this. But, yeah, I'm fine with that. Uh, uh, taking this around, putting your mind around the idea. Democrats, slavery, the South. Democrats, civil rights, dogs, Bull Connor, George Corley, Wallace, and all Democrats. Sure. But just say the easy part up front. I would go after the guy, too. You know, that it's an awfully strange question, given all the things that people care about that are here tonight, that that question's coming up. But answer it first, and then hit them with it. It's not that hard, except if your mind is telling you danger, Will Robinson, danger. If I say slavery, that's going to be a problem. I bet there are people listening, Dan, who say, well, what do you mean, slavery? I would go into a treatise of all this stuff. That's what you're supposed to do in talk radio. Now, knock it off. Come on. But if you want to pivot at the same time to Lincoln, freeing slaves, Republican Party, found it, Democrats, Old Guard, South, Jim Crow, civil rights, George Corley, the whole thing, absolutely use that as a sounding board to move forward. You want to say Democrat Party taking African-Americans for granted after answering that? You can do that, too. All right. Uh, side question today. Somehow or not. Oh, I know. It was James Brown. What we're talking about, uh, James Brown is one of the all-time great entertainers. Energy extraordinaire. So uh, the question is, who is an all-time great sweater? That's what Because <laughs> I saw Jim put up there yesterday, sweater. And I'm thinking, what are we talking about sweaters? Yeah, and not, got, like a, not like that. Yeah, that guy. So, real or fictional? I'm going to take off the all-time best athlete that used sweat to his advantage that I've ever seen was Moses Malone. Oh, that's a good one. Moses Malone was almost impossible to block off. Might have been the greatest offensive rebounder in basketball history. But then when he started sweating... You could see guys like, oh, my God. He would slide right off you. Plus, you know, do you really want a guy that sweaty to have to be blocking him off? And fictionally, I'm going to take off any number of characters in one of my favorite films, Cool Hand Luke. Ah. You're on once. Yeah. That's a good one, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to take a politician off the board, Chris Christie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know for sure if he sweats a lot, but if he doesn't, I would be honestly incredibly yes, surprised. Yeah, that would be a lot of deodorant needed there. How about uh, James Gandolfini? You watch The Sopranos, man. There's a lot of times that Tony's sweating where uh, he probably shouldn't be sweating. Yeah, I would agree with that. And yeah. finally, in the world of sports, uh, remember Kevin Garnett's bald head and the way that the lights would just oh, yeah. glisten off of it? Yeah. That guy would sweat a ton, too. Take a look at Moses Malone. Put Moses Malone sweating in there. I'm telling you, it was a tactic. It really helped. Yeah, that's true. The shaved head and the beads of sweat. Yeah, Kevin Garnett was competing, too. You're going to have to kill that guy. I actually pulled up point three. It's a blog that has yep. the top ten sweatiest NBA players of all time. Who did they say? Uh, number five is Moses Malone. Ah, uh, okay. Who's one? Uh, number two is Kevin Garnett. Number one, Dom, I'll take him off the board, Patrick Ewing. I don't get oh, that. Oh, I remember yeah, yeah. watching. There's like streams of sweat coming off the guy huh. when he was hovering over them and covering them. One of the worst scenes is when they're at the foul line, and these guys are all tatted up. Standing there, you know, and you can see them not in motion, and the sweat on top of it all too. It's like, oh my, yeah, God. yeah. And I, I'm not much of a sweater, but did you see me today? I don't know what the heck's going yeah. on. It's like my body knew we were doing the side question. I, I was right. I wore a gray shirt, and I already I, read it. I think a sweat can be very attractive. Women athletes, whatever. Oh, I'll admit you. it. Yeah, very attractive. Oh, yes. Oh, you're yeah. a classy guy. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> Women tennis players. Yes, it's not repugnant. Now, it's a bunch of guys. Yeah, Mike. Don, you're a classy guy. Thank you. It took a while there. Yeah, All right, uh, 855-839-1210. You get on board. All you have to do is uh, hit us. That's a side question. Nikki Haley, what does it tell us about it? She's getting it today from all sides. 
I don't know, ultimately, if Trump wouldn't pick her as VP. Trump's going to make a calculation at a certain point after going through all kinds of things. I see a very good one here. Uh, and Anthony, uh, yeah. he, he says uh, Paul Giamatti, the actor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah he looks like a sweater. Like, like pig yeah. vomit in uh, yeah. private parts. Yeah. Yeah. Big sweater. I like the one that's up here now. We'll get to that next with Vince. I remember that. Oh, God. That's why he lost to Kennedy. Just be- And... Uh, Bobby Kennedy just turned the heat up in the place where the debate was. And he had goons with him. They weren't going to let you turn it down. That's when you want to be president. you got to say, you bring 10 goons with you. We're bringing 100. We're turning the heat down here. You're not going to make me sweat. <laughs> uh, Fred, one of our uh, yeah. great YouTube commenters, YouTube.com slash at 12th and WPHC, says, Yuck, Dom, you are strange. But I, I would agree with you uh, that sweating's attractive. Yes. Because you watch Survivor Man, and by day 25, yes. they are much more attractive than when they first get on that island. So Exactly right. Yes. Ladies, what the heck's going on here? See, we can't say sweat's attractive on beautiful women. Come on. <laughs> what kind of country is this? 855-839-1210. Uh, you get on board. And Nikki Haley, this is a uh, pretty big faux pas. Uh, she's saying today she knows slavery, but she was getting into deeper meanings. And then she did a Kamala Harris. Even the answers she's came up with were words out. And then she abruptly would stop and asking this crank, this guy, well, what do you think? Oh, my God. The last thing you do. Dom Giordano's show. It kind of meandered into that as a side question today. Jack Smith. The stuff he's calling for, look, I guess this is under the principle you should call for anything, and maybe the judge will agree with you. No, not really. In the January 6th trial, Jack Smith, the prosecutor extraordinaire, is uh, trying to rein in President Trump. He says he's engaging in fact-free public disinformation to discredit the indictment. And he said that uh, Trump should be prohibited from arguing he was personally tricked by foreign disinformation after the election, or that foreign uh, disinformation led to the January 6th riot. Why? Why should Trump, I mean, I would think it looks idiotic to make that argument, but he ought to be able to make it. It's constitutional. Uh, And then he goes on to say, Trump should not be able to bring up uh, other actors, meaning undercover actors of the FBI or anyone else. Oh, no, no. That, that's one of the things here that gets us into various elements of January 6th that should be looked at. Trump should be prevented from blaming law enforcement or D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser for failing to protect the Capitol. Uh, Smith says a bank robber can't defend himself by blaming the bank's security guard for failing to stop him. Well, of course he can. That doesn't mean the judge or the jury are going to buy it, but of course you can make frivolous arguments if you want. And is that a frivolous argument? Does a government feel secure about what Nancy Pelosi knew and why she didn't take other steps to have more security there at the Capitol? The idea that you can't bring things up that Jack Smith believes are disinformation, misinformation, or ridiculous. He shouldn't be able to engage in political speech. He's running for president. This just shows you, again, the overkill of where this is going. And, of course, Trump is going to do that anyhow. I mean, it's his natural lean if he testifies or what his attorneys do. Of course they ought to be able to talk about undercover people there that are suspicious. The Epps guy. Why was the Capitol so unprotected when that mass number of people, I mean, they were gathering from 7 or 8 in the morning. Intelligence told them about it. Why didn't Pelosi do something more about it when she had the chance? Now, I usually think... My usual fallback, more than conspiracy, it's incompetency. But it's true that those things happened. And even if you think they're frivolous, isn't that for a judge and jury to decide? This idea of we're not going to be able to talk about any number of things when your freedom is on the line can't possibly fly, either in this court or on appeal or something else. So um, what we're waiting on today, too, and I'll tell you why it's important. It's thought today that the main secretary of state is going to say whether or not Trump should be allowed on the ballot. I'm betting she says he should not be. Why? 
15 minutes of fame. You're from Maine. What else are you going to do? Why is it important, though? I'm watching any sign I can of this Al Schmidt guy. And to Dan think that he was at my seven fishes. I think it's the year that you were there. He was. Yeah. I think it was a freebie, too, you know, as a public official or something. Yeah, I vividly remember having a conversation with him. Yeah, Just yeah. about nothing. But yeah, yeah. Al, remember, Al yeah. Schmidt sitting right there, just down from the uh, head Borowski table. Yeah. And, uh, look, death threats and all, they're never right. We had to prosecute to the fullest extent of the law, track these cranks down, put them in jail if they violate the law. But this guy, Al Schmidt, is back. He's the Secretary of State in Pennsylvania. And he's looking to jump in there and do something that will hurt Trump. And he will in any way, shape, or form. One of the things he could do, like this main Secretary of State, is to declare that Trump should not be on the ballot. Now, would that stick? No, it would not. But that doesn't mean they may not try it. So if this main person does it and gets away with it for now, God knows how many of these Secretaries of State in various states may jump in and do it. And Pennsylvania is the all-important state. I just sit here and I'm amazed. Do they know more than I do? I don't think they do because I don't think, you know, they're deflected by any number of things when you're running for president, including 91-count indictment. But I don't know who the Trump point person is if there is just one. And... uh they got to know. We got to get Fennerty out of there, the Philadelphia head. And we got to put somebody in and say, Larry, you keep the salary and title, Larry Tabas, the head of the state. And here's what we're going to do we're going to bring Scott Presler in. I look at this guy's Twitter every day. We were kidding about Meek Mill yesterday. He still has not gotten an answer. But uh, every day I see something there that says to me, this guy gets it. This guy with the right resources could carry Pennsylvania. Coming back to town, I think, January 16th. So we'll be all over that in Kensington. I think a cleanup slash, um, you know, get out the vote uh, type of mag. I think South Philly's involved, too. So uh, let's go to uh, Vince in media. This is a pretty good sweater. Hey, uh, Vince, good afternoon. What do you have today? Good afternoon, Dan. Dom, how you doing? Good, good. So I'm going to put Richard Nixon on the on the list because when he debated JFK in 1960, he sweated so badly on television that a lot of historians think it actually cost him the election. Well, it, it absolutely did. It, it's one of the things that made him look, uh, you know, untruthful, whatever. And yeah, he was a flat-out pathological liar. But the Kennedys were. Duos, brothers of pathological law. You can't beat the Kennedys when it comes to uh, underhanded stuff. I felt bad yeah, for Nixon. That right, but at least, he, at least he didn't sweat on national television. Well, that's that's true. He waited till later with Marilyn Monroe. Then there was some sweating, I assume. All right, 855-839-1210. You get on board. Harry Hurley, the voice of the Jersey Shore in South Jersey, uh, he's with us next, his annual report, and he's also used by Fox uh, News Radio, the national shows, a lot. What does he think about Haley, this controversy, etc.? Hit us, too, with that all-time sweater, all straight ahead. Dom Giordano's show, end-of-the-year wrap. We like to bring some of our favorites to see what was happening with them and then look toward 2024. Harry Hurley, not only voice of the Jersey Shore, but uh, top uh, fill-in for a lot of the Fox radio shows that are heard nationally. And somebody who has a lot of experience working for Donald J. Trump in the uh, casino business. So he's got a good sense of how Trump operates, how he might think. I do want to ask him about the VP question in Trump, among other things. But uh, let's go to Harry on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Harry, Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us as always. It is an honor to be on the Dom Show. Hello, my friend. Well, Harry, uh, this year... Other than uh, Kelsey Grammer storming the Jersey Shore over at Mulligan's with us, what's what's happened at the shore that jumps out? The wind and whales and that defeat is a big one for us, too. Well, I was going to say I was going to join you with that, Dom. Uh, we had a record number of mammals just, you know, turning up dead. And people at Bizarro World, uh, the groups that you would think would be all against that are all for it. 
uh, people fighting to stop it. I mean, just just terrible. Uh, it was a very bad year with respect to all that nonsense, not to mention how cluttered that would be having those behemoth windmills uh, a thousand feet high, taller than the Empire State Building, uh, all the damage that it will do to the ecosystem, how inefficient it is even making energy, how ridiculous the whole thing was, and with all the liberals having no care or concern with what it was doing uh, to to whales and dolphins and other marine species. It was terrible. That was just an awful chapter of this year. Yeah, and uh, there's this woman, is it Fitzpatrick is her last name, city council person over in Atlantic City, Harry, who said, No, no, well, no, 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 no. Uh, defeated candidate for the New Jersey legislature and leaving the county board of commissioners. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, as yeah. of January 1st, uh, bye-bye. Well, that takes away a target for me, I'm sure, for you. I, I <laughs> tried to get her on because uh, she said, well, we're going to put oil rigs out there then next. Is that what you want? My God. Everything is bizarro world. Everything you would think all the environmental groups would be against, they were for. They proved they're all for sale. This is all about money. There's no – they have no credibility. They fought a natural gas pipeline off of the Garden State Parkway that people have been using very expensive propane tanks for a very long time. They would have had natural gas. All the usual suspects that remained silent or even worse supported mm-hmm. these windmills fought clean natural gas. Uh, Harry, let's talk about an existential threat. This woman just rubs me the wrong way because she's never been challenged on anything. That would be Tammy Murphy. Uh, Also, uh, if I'm running campaign ads, I'm just putting the picture up of a young Phil Murphy with a head of hair. And she said, I met a very handsome man. Oh, my God. That's it right there. Well, full disclosure, Governor Murphy and I are very good friends. Uh, and Tammy is the governor's wife and our first lady. I have not been in the business of saying anything bad about Tammy Murphy. And honestly, as first lady, there really hasn't been anything that okay. I should say bad about. Now, does that transfer into being the inevitable nominee for the United States Senate from New Jersey? We're going to learn that. Uh, it, but she will have challengers, though. This is not you know, going to be just a... Um, uh, a, a coronation. Tell me what I have no connection to Phil Murphy, as you do. What is it about Phil Murphy that's different than the perception here of, oh, I don't know, most of the host? Well, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a very important, for instance, for me. His word is good. And I mean for years, everything he's ever told me, he has backed up. Now, look, we have and, – and he knows it, and he'll say it, and I say it, and we've done a lot of interviews together, and we've spent you know, uh, a lot of you know, conversation with each other uh, over years now since the pandemic in particular. We disagree in terms of philosophy of governance. I mean like the odd couple, Jack Klugman and Tony Randall, uh, but he is a genuinely good man. He's a very nice man. And his word is good. Let's not forget, he ran for governor of New Jersey saying, I'm going to raise your taxes. At the time, I was gobsmacked. I couldn't believe it. I said, how do you criticize? I mean, we disagree that he's going to raise taxes. I disagree with all of it, but he's not lying to us. Usually they lie and they say they're going to lower your taxes, mm-hmm. and then they raise your taxes and hit you over the head with it all. He actually said what he was going to do. He keeps his word. And I don't mean just in that area. Any time I've ever had a dealing with him, if it's had to do with Atlantic City, anything statewide, I've done national interviews with him, his word is good. Now, policy-wise, we disagree, but we've been able to get along. All right. Uh, to be continued on that front, Harry. I know. Uh, yeah, each time we talk, it's a little bit more that way. Uh, Now, you have vast experience. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Really, for more than anybody in talk radio, arguably, with President Trump, or maybe inarguably, you have it. Uh, when you work with him, the Trump style, casinos, etc. So uh, let's talk a, a couple big things here. And you may be on the other side of this. You may think it's smart. I don't. There was a word cloud the other day with 1,000 voters. For Biden, it was horrible. Nothing is what they saw in another term. That's the number one word. With Trump, it was revenge. So I don't think it's when Trump talks about what he did for you, the average voter, versus Biden, that's the winning ticket. When he talks about what he's going to do to get revenge, we go back through all that. For example, I think there's a lot of ways he can pivot full-throated endorsement. And I know the guy, Scott Presler, who we called out recently, gave a shout-out to, for mail-in balloting and moved past yeah. it. And it will help a lot. So, so what do you think, uh, that can he do that? Well, yeah, first of all, Trump gets a bad rap because there are so many people that are just deranged by him. I know that's a cliche now, right. and it's used up, Trump derangement syndrome. But it is very real, and it's palpable. They say revenge. This is transference and projection. The Biden administration, they're the ones Mm -hmm. that seek revenge. They're jailing Trump and convicting other Trump associates. They're trying to take Trump off of all these ballots and all these things, charging him in all these different vicinages. They're the ones that are guilty. It's, It's Saul Alinsky, rules for radicals. Whatever you're guilty of, you lie, you say the opposite, and you accuse your opponent of it. That Trump isn't talking revenge. He teased Sean Hannity that one night when he said, just day one, uh, you know, uh, and then he said, drill, drill, drill. He was teasing one time. It's like Tina Fey when she played Sarah Palin, and the media was so mm. deranged about Sarah Palin, whether it was her wardrobe or, or she can see Russia from her porch. Uh, they would hold her accountable to what Tina Fey said. Trump isn't talking deranged. Uh, oh, no, but, uh, let me challenge like it a little bit. He's, he, he reverts to 2020. That's not a smart thing. He's got the win, Harry, is what I'm saying here. Well, he's showing revenge. I'm not yeah. saying I, I, you, we don't yeah. we don't disagree on that. I okay. don't think you should ever bring up okay. 2020 except to say that it was very wrong. All the different states that changed the way they voted, an all mm-hmm. vote by mail election, a lot of things that you could bring up. They never should have brought up voting machines and stupid stuff. You know, uh, Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani with they're going to release the Kraken and yeah. no Kraken was ever to be had. You know, and and we saw how it ended with them. But there's nothing wrong with saying, though, Pennsylvania changed the way that we vote in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania without Mm -hmm. the legislature's approval. They just went and they did it. We can't let that happen again. We should be talking about the fact that 35,000 residents of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania that used to be Democrat are now Republicans. We should be talking about uh, winning in the early voting. I will tell you, in our area, our Republican candidates on the state level – one, the early voting, the vote by mail, the day at the um, the polls or weeks at the polls, uh, and also any stragglers that came in. Well, after how how did they do that? We got to get these guys over here with the ones that I have and put well, them in touch. Here's how you do it. You yeah. got to work. Yeah. You got to not. 
complain that the other side right. is cheating and that the other side is able to win. Remember when it was vote by mail and Democrats would win House seats mm-hmm. and other races with the vote by mail uh, or the um, absentee. Now it's vote by mail. It's now you have the weeks of early voting. Look what Florida did. That's the model. The model is don't lose in the early voting. Win with shock and awe at the polls and have all the votes counted same day. Well, uh, you have more Trump's ear than I do through my people, Harry, I think. So just tell them, hey, you got to get rid of the guy heading the Republican Party in Philadelphia. And that's doable. He is sworn to just do nothing for Trump or try to stop him. And the state guy is not a mail-in balloting guy, Pappas. I'm telling you here. you you lose. You'll yeah. lose with that. That with that formula, you just you just yes. almost seal the deal. Uh, that, that crushing close losses. Yes. You know, you, you, second place is first loser. You, you don't win, yeah. you don't lose close. You've got to win. Here's what I believe will happen when Trump becomes a nominee: power. You become the head of the party. You're not the head of the party right now, and I believe you'll see state by state. Uh, you will see strong organization. For example, in New Jersey. Congressman Jeff Andrew, who you know well, right. and he's my dear friend. I just interviewed him on the Brian Kilmeade show in the last hour. Uh, he's the chairman of President Trump's New Jersey right. campaign. That's the kind of people you need all over the country. Absolutely. As, all right. If you think it's on the docket here in Pennsylvania, because urgency is the watchword here. Uh, VP choice. We had quite a time yesterday because Don Jr., for whatever the angle was on Newsmax, Harry, said, he would do anything possible to stop Nikki Haley from being the VP Correct. choice. Correct. Uh, I think uh, on paper, despite yesterday's thing, you can make an argument, and I think Trump is looking at that. He wants to win. Then you ice her as VP. She doesn't get any power. But give me your thinking of what Trump, who he would look at as a VP. What are some of the qualities? If you go the Reagan-Bush-1 mold, where yeah. George H.W. Bush got away with calling President Reagan uh, voodoo economics, yes. and he didn't cross the Rubicon. If you notice, I believe that Nikki Haley has tried very hard this campaign to not cross the Rubicon with Trump. If you don't cross the Rubicon with Trump, he forgives. If you cross it like Ron DeSantis cannot be the nominee, uh, he crossed the Rubicon. Uh, Trump saw disloyalty. Uh, he's not governor without Trump. All these are facts, not opinions on the Dom show. Uh, he never would have won the first. He barely won the first election. Wouldn't have been even the Republican nominee. So that was great disloyalty. He should have waited, and he would have been a very strong candidate in four years. And you don't often get that um, that that blessing of knowing that it's an open seat. You don't have to wait eight years. It was a big mistake. Chris Christie blew it when he didn't run against Obama, and DeSantis blew it when he did run against Trump. Big mistake. Can't be DeSantis. So you start knocking out who it can't be. I will say that even with Donald Jr. saying what he said, I don't think Nikki Haley is completely off the table. Tucker Carlson and there are people that say if it's Nikki Haley, he's not even supporting Trump. That's not true. I'm just, well, that's what he said. I'm just telling yeah, you, I know, I'm not making I know. it up. I know. So Nikki Haley, uh, I think, would balance the ticket. Uh, she, she's she she obviously made this mistake today with not knowing about the Civil War and then blaming it on a Democrat operative, making it even worse. She's got to clean that mess up. But I don't think that is is terminable in terms of being VP consideration. I'm thinking that Trump will balance the ticket possibly with a female. It could be Nikki Haley. It could be uh, Governor Kristi Noem, something like that. I don't rule out that it could be Tim Scott. A lot of people say don't even think about that. I think that's possible. Uh, he doesn't need South Carolina help, but you know that would be uh, a strong VP running mate. I don't think he did a great job in the campaign for president. Uh, I mean, those are some of the people that I think are on the table. Harry, uh, I don't know how this came down. Dan gave me some information, and I calmed down. I thought he was telling me you penned a column saying the AC sub might be better than the Philly Hoagie. I, I plead guilty to that. Oh, my this God. Is, this is <laughs> very harsh, it. Dan. Dan, yeah. I thought you loved me. I yeah. feel, feel sandbagged on the Don yeah. Show. Sorry, I do love you. I'm sorry. I, I thought, I, 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 I'm sure you do. Uh, here, here's what I wrote. I wrote that the Atlantic City sub roll, the Italian bread that can only be made in Atlantic City because of the water, 
is is the difference maker. Oh, and let's and, and oh no no, this is serious. If you understand chemistry, the Atlantic City sub roll cannot be made anywhere else. It's a fact. Uh, they ship it around the country because you can't you cannot make it in any other state in the union. So you have the bread that puts Atlantic City over the top, and I also think a provolone cheese versus cheese whiz wins on the cheesesteak sub. It is Atlantic City. Uh, in in a photo finish. Oh my goodness! Uh, it's a Kirkwood Cohancy Aquifer. I remember that very well from my time. There you go. I was going to bring it up, but I, I thought that Dom was going to hang up on me if I went wrong. Oh God! Cohancy Aquifer. Phil Murphy yeah. and the AC Sub. What a show uh, I'm, today! I'm, I'm, I may never be on the Dom show ever oh, again. Oh my goodness! No, I, I knew the Phil hey, Murphy listen, Dom, stuff. I can I can help make Governor Murphy love you like he loves me. I can help. Okay, we'd love to get him on. You know what? Uh, what I would do is I'd love to have you on with them. Now that would be great radio. That would be fun. Oh, okay, well, let's do it. Dan will Dan will hook it up at any time. And if there's a hair tip involved, I definitely I'm all about hair. Harry can be like the interpreter, you know. Yeah, no. <laughs> No, you could be the lead. We could hey, be like we're two guests there on the uh, Harry yes. Hurley uh, butts in are, show. Yes. Are Are you making fun of the governor's quaff? <laughs> Have you seen it up? Well, we know yeah, about Miss Kim. I, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. And what's your verdict on it? Uh, for me, I think it was a presidential thing. I think oh, there was yes, a point in time of course. where you know he was running for president. So you know you see candidates that lose weight. Yeah, he did not need to lose weight. Uh, he wanted to, he wanted to not be follicular challenged. Uh, so he you know he got it done. Well, challenge. oh, he got it done. I thought he just mussed up his hair. I thought it was real. No, me. it's, it's got to be plugs, right? Hey, listen, I mean, I, I don't know where, where he went, <laughs> hair club for men, but it's real. It's hair. It's, it's, Bosley. it's Bosley. All right, it's, Harry, it's, yeah. this is 2024. Big stuff. If you make that happen, we owe you uh, fill it up. No, we owe you AC subs for the White House sub. Yeah, for the White House You and I are dear friends. If I can make that happen, it will be my privilege and my pleasure oh, boy. to help make that No, happen. and I mean that. You'd have to be on the show, too. Hey, right? I will tell you, a, listen, yeah. I will tell you, uh, I don't believe Governor Murphy had ever been on uh, Fox News Radio, and uh, ah. he has been on with me, I I would say, probably a dozen times. Wow. So we did accomplish something that had not happened before. Uh, I, I, think, I think we could do it. I think we could make it happen. Any appearances on Fox coming up? You're probably around the clock. Well, I just did Brian Kill Me today. I did Fox Across America yesterday. I did the entire week uh, before um, for Guy Benson. So it was a trifecta, and I'm pretty good for right now, but it was a very busy December. <laughs> that sounds it. Harry, uh, where do we find all things, particularly your columns? i got to get this one, Dan. Great research on this. We may have to, when we're down the shore at Mulligan's, bring Philadelphia down. Ooh. And have a hoagie shootout there at Mulligan's. Oh, I like that. I would yeah. love that. Oh, I, I of course. Do, I like food competitions. That would be fun. Bring the Philly subs, have yes. the Atlantic City subs. We'll have listeners as judges. We have Schuylkill uh, Water uh, versus the Atlantic Schuylkill Ocean. Water. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I, I, I don't think there's any difference between the two. It sounds like, <laughs> uh, like twins separated at birth. Where do we find uh, your columns, Sarah? Uh, Townsquare, WPGtalkradio.com. Thank you, Harry. Happy New Year, and to be continued very shortly. Thank you, Harry. Happy New Year, my friend, and uh, thank you, Don, for being my friend, and thank you, Dan. Take care. All right, notice he didn't say Dan was his friend anymore after that. So, Dan, put that on the docket for 2024. We're working on several big things. Uh, Sherelle Parker is something in there. Uh, We got another big thing off air I can't even say yet. But Phil Murphy... Oh, my God. Like, could you imagine if we replace uh, Frazier with Phil Murphy yet? Oh. Mulligan's held oh. alive there. Him and Harry oh. live in person. I will ask the hair tip questions. You know, in a general, because I genuinely want to know about better hair. If there's something out there to make your hair Why better, do you I need to know, know about better hair, though. You already got great hair. Yeah, but you can always do better. I, don't I know. see these guys with a giant pompadour. Now, maybe it's fake. You're right. No, I think your hair looks really, like, I'm being quite honest. Right. It looks great. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I don't you. think you need to do any digging for yeah, new haircuts. Uh, get out of here. It's part of the shtick here. All you got to do is call Miss Kim, and she might have. Oh, in, God. You know? No, Miss Kim will have at the bar. Yeah. 855-839-1210. I think that's going to happen. Harry Hurley says it. I think Phil Murphy would do it. Now, that would be a spectacular. 
I don't know if we get more people in there for that or fewer. It would be intense. People love the side question, even public figures, Dan. So we got a great one on Twitter today. This all just came off of Dan and I going back and forth about I love James Brown as an entertainer. The sweat. Who's an all-time sweater? Don't forget, you can put in a fictional one. And Dan or on a Twitter, general one. Yeah, on a general one. A general one's fine. Give us the general one. Yeah, so uh, D.A. Seth Williams. A great answer here. <laughs> He says a prostitute in a confessional. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the stories that priests can tell, can you imagine hearing those sins, particularly when the person isn't really sinning? You know what I mean? And they're saying, oh, I thought this. And, what I, and the guy's going, what? That's all? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, good... it's not confession. It's sacrative uh, reconciliation and all that. But, uh, oh, like The things that they must hear, man. Oh, my God. Yes. And I was embarrassed to admit I stole grapes when I was a kid. Right. Yeah. yeah I quite... remember getting prepared for it, kneeling there, getting everything in my mind, what you're going to say. Maybe you should write it down. <laughs> you had a lot to confess. <laughs> you know, a bunch of stuff happening on a basketball court, maybe. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. I, I elbowed my opponent in the face, <laughs> Father. Uh, you know? Don't do that again. But did you win? Yes, we did. All right. That'll only be two Hail Marys. And God looks positively down upon you. Seemed it was a lot more Our Fathers. That was the more serious misdemeanor leading to felony charge 18 our fathers for you yeah no most i ever remember is three or four yeah yeah uh johnny also a more serious answer but uh, from a great tv show well also happened in real life but what about the miners who had to dig naked underneath the chernobyl nuclear power plant disaster they didn't have to though they wanted to don't you remember that the scene yeah we work naked it's a tradition my God, what kind yeah, of when country? When it gets too hot in these mines, we work yeah, naked. Yeah. yeah, what kind of country is that? God, going into nuclear radiation. Yeah, it might be a Tucker Carlson show there. 855-839-1210. Coming up, we have one of the uh, people that uh, suffered a grievous loss on 9-11, heads up a 9-11 group, reacting to this poll in which 30% of uh, younger people say, yeah, Bin Laden, that letter he wrote. Wow, why didn't we hear about this in school? He's got a point. Uh, she's next here with Dom and Dan on Talk Radio 1210. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3 from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.